interesting note on Facebook as it's tried to figure out what they are and what the rules are. Moving from something not really that important, whether or not a nipple gets seen, to how they were going to handle gore. And they originally went with, we're not going to allow... Al Gore or <laughs> viscera? Yeah, the the gross stuff, human body, etc. Um, uh, and they're, they're trying to come up with a, how do we stop, how do we justify not letting ISIS and Al-Qaeda post these videos and oh. go on Facebook, among other things. Well, I'm going to get back to your doctrine, because it's sick and we don't want to. Yeah, the original rule was any any fluids that are supposed to be inside the body that are outside the body, <laughs> we don't allow. <laughs> But then the that's bo- a nice standard. But then their terrorist attack in Boston, the uh, the Boston Marathon bombing happened, and people were posting all kinds of news footage that had gore in it, and they had to make the decision: Are we a news outlet? I guess we are a news outlet. And you know, then we got thrown up in the air again. And then people posting uh, pictures in in towns in Mexico where the press doesn't print the pictures. Oh boy, of stuff the drug cartels do because they're too scared. Right. Facebook can do it. Well, do we allow that? Because that's definitely news, and it's not getting out any other way. And it's a completely defensible, you know, socially, sociologically. Sure. Sure. It would it wouldn't be easy. That's why no. I think that I think the best rule for Twitter and, and Facebook are just throw it open to practically everything, or you know, filter stuff out, and as as people get mad about it, uh, adjust. I don't know why you just can't. Ign- I, I, there must be a reason. I don't know why you just can't ignore. We don't allow ISIS. Yeah, but what about this? I, I don't allow ISIS. I don't care. What about that? Yeah, it's not fair. Whatever. Go use MySpace. You don't it like because it because that doesn't stand up legally. Like because do they we have? Don't does want it? To? Well, that's my question. I guess does it have to stand up legally? They're just a message board. Can't no. they do whatever they want? Yes, they can do whatever they want. Then why are they tying themselves in knots over the whole nipple thing? Is it just because Zuckerberg is so scared of offending anybody? Well, no. I th- I think it has more to do with the grandstanding Congress. I remember there are certain uh, organizations that may or may not have been uh, publicly held through the years uh, that had business before the Congress. And because they had business before the Congress in situation A, uh, they urged their employees to be extremely careful in situation B. Right. Because if we piss off, well, great, a great example would be when Fox News was trying to buy Sky News right. in Great Britain and they had the... Uh, the uh, the hashtag Me Too stuff, the the sex abuse, not sex abuse, but sexual harassment scandal going on, and so the uh, the brothers, uh, what is their name? Um, uh, Redstone. Redstone. The brothers Redstone were firing everybody who'd so much as looked at a secretary and said, "You look nice today," because they didn't want Great Britain to go crazy and deny them the Sky News thing. So part of it is just Mark Zuckerberg is being politically very, very careful. You do have Ted Cruz and others wanting to regulate it like a utility, and I suppose you want to keep your head down so that doesn't happen. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because even if it can't happen... Because it seems dumb to me. It seems to me that you'd just say, we're going to show women breastfeeding. But what about this? What about if it's a 20-year-old? I'm not showing that. How you don't, you don't like it. I don't look at it. Because I don't want to, because I think it's stupid. What right. kind of rule is that? It's my rule. <laughs> that's what the rule is. You don't like you go to MySpace or don't look at it. I don't care. Click. That, <laughs> see, that's that's fine in my world. Partly because I'm not. I I don't. I don't depend on Facebook, and I think it's unhealthy too. And How about it, this? Yeah, it's a giant platform, but it won't be forever. And and they get to do what they want. I don't want the government regulating 
what people can put on their websites. How about this Saudi Arabian farmer girl breastfeeding a goat? Yeah, that's fine, because that's interesting. It's part of their culture. That's just interesting. I'll allow that. How about this woman breastfeeding her German shepherd because she <laughs> she thinks it's hot? I'm not allowing that. Well, that's not fair. Nah. Sorry. Click. <laughs> that's the way I'm doing it. Hanging up That again. one's gross. That one's interesting. <laughs> right. Oh, you make the rules? Yes. Yes. I make the rules well, here on Facebook. What about people who's, who's uh, German shepherds are hungry and then... <laughs> Shut up! Would be my response. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> it's really not that... <sighs> to get back to one of the great themes of the program, German journalist said to an American as they were discussing some foreign policy question, you Americans think you can solve everything or that you should solve everything. Everything. It is a uniquely American point of view that we must fix everything. You don't need to. You don't need to fix Facebook. There's a little inconsistency or hypocrisy, the rest of it. Okay. If they are systematically shutting down conservative voices, well, then raise your voice and howl about it and shame them into changing their their stance and their, their practices. That's fine. That's great. That's free speech at work. But I don't need Ted effing Cruz, with whom I agree on a lot of stuff, deciding what should be on Facebook. Please, I find that I could barely get through that notion without laughing. Breaking Facebook news. Oh, boy. Facebook is giving users a reputation score, rating them on their trustworthiness. Yes! On a scale of zero to... They're going to rate users on a scale of from zero to one? That's a pretty tight scale. <laughs> wow. That must be a typo. Wow, I hope, I hope I'm not a zero. I've been called a zero before. Uh, Congratulations, you're a one. Oh, now you're a zero again. <laughs> wow, it's very binary. Uh, this is This is obviously... Very, very reminiscent of what Mark Zuckerberg's good friends, the communist Chinese, are doing in their society. How many tens of thousands of people are they going to have to hire, though, to go through everybody's account and give you a score? It's an algorithm. Hmm. They'll run your, your S through an algorithm. Uh, rhythm yeah, there, and, there, and rate you. There are computers doing this better than before. Pretty recently, it was just all human beings. Looking at thousands of images per day and just saying yes, no, yes, no, or listening to clips or whatever, and seeing some of the worst stuff on earth and going crazy, which would be a terrible job. What about an African woman who is breastfeeding a goat, but clearly fornicating as she does that with no no genitals visible? I wouldn't show that. Well, you don't make the rules. Well, if I did make the rules, rule on it. I'm, I'm guessing it's a no. No visible genitals. It's art. Celebrates celebrates the continuity of human fertility helping the animal kingdom. Okay, good. No, that's fantastic. (laughs) I would sure like to have been in some of those meetings that they were recreating there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But what if it's a baby? How is a baby? If it can walk, it's not a baby. Says probably a room full of people that don't have kids, I'm guessing. Right, exactly. (laughs) Idiot. Um, I remember we, we talked about this back in the uh, early days of talk radio where you'd take a bunch of calls from of people who were, had half-wit opinions and were boring. Um, some of you were not. Some of you were great callers. But um, uh, I knew I worked with a gent whose wife was breastfeeding their child at age six. Yeah, uh, there's going to mention the one of the jokes in my town is why do they have spring break? It's so the college kids can come home and breastfeed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do it too long, you say. Because the helicopter's better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, six six is a little old. Yeah, 
It was disturbing. I mean, the kid, like, I had a rough day. Can I have, a, have one of those? I'd really take the edge off. Nothing, nothing relaxes me better than a smoke in a breastfeed. <laughs> tell you what. <laughs> Fell off the slide again. Yeah. A tough day. I tell you what, Mom. Tonight, just uh, squirt that into a cup. I'll have a white Russian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So are you... I I'd not heard that joke from your college town. That's beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sure that's a joke used many places. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, six is too old. I don't know what too old is. I think six is. But... Here come the emails. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to make a law that you can't do it. I don't care. You're not? Do whatever you think is right. Ted Cruz is taking a look at it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, these are odd times. Uh, you don't have to solve everything. No. So Russians are hacking uh, all kinds of things, as we know, as we talked about a little bit earlier. The story out there, hacking conservative websites and Microsoft and all kinds of stuff. And Brave Brave Antifa. A Bernie voting liberal shows up for protest, but they mistake him for the other side and bash his head in, even as he tries to explain himself. Oof, that's rough. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I mentioned this earlier, um, and it relates to what we're about to talk about. More matters cyber, or miters saber. So my wife's got this little website that she made, and it's uh, pretty impressive to me that she was able to go online and figure out how to do that, and made her own little website. She'll put her in charge of ours. It doesn't, doesn't get a lot of traffic. It's a minor hobby thing of hers, really, or whatever. So, but she mentioned to me the other day because you can, I guess you can go into the the, the 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 background data to see who's going to your site. Ninety percent of the hits she gets on the website are from Russia. Now, unless Russian people are just super into the same hobby, that's which, funky. Which leads me to believe that every dang website is getting blasted by Russians constantly. Whether it's election machinery and you know uh, banks, um our own government, or whatever your website is. So it would seem. And Tony Rahm, Washington Post tech reporter, joins us uh, with the story uh, breaking today about Russian hackers uh, targeting various institutions in the U.S. Hello, Tony. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Thanks for joining us. So what's the big news today? Yeah, the big news today is that some of the interference that we saw in the lead up to the 2016 presidential election is most certainly still going on as we're just months away from the 2018 congressional election. And specifically, the findings from Microsoft released last night and this morning suggest that uh, a known group with ties to the Russian government essentially set up six phony websites with the goal of phishing uh, those who landed on those pages. That's essentially breaking into their servers and whatnot by serving malicious code on websites that looked to 
to be normal and legitimate to the to the naked eye. Uh, these websites look to masquerade as the U.S. Senate. Uh, two of them uh, looked to be uh, Republican think tanks, Republican-leaning think tanks. Uh, I think that there was another one that even masqueraded itself as a Microsoft product. And once again, what we're seeing is that the goal appears to be to hack into folks who are involved in U.S. politics. And so if you're a member of Congress, if you're some of the folks who have been studying this stuff for a long time, today's findings from Microsoft are just bad news because they suggest that the government and tech companies really haven't truly figured out how to stop this Russian political meddling here in well, the United States. Well, getting to the story I just told, if, if you heard it about uh, my wife's website, are the Russians just going at everything that we've got online in America? Well, I can't speak to the website, but I can certainly say that when it comes to the U.S. political system, we're just seeing time and time again that Russians are looking to use the same playbook to cause social and political unrest. In the 2016 election, we saw this take a number of forms. Then it was uh, Russian trolls who were posting fake content and taking out fake ads on Facebook, promoting messages that seemed to stoke tensions around issues of race and immigration and gay rights, all in a bid to drive Americans to fight with each other online. And a lot of that content was viewed by hundreds of millions of Americans right before and right after the 2016 election. We also had reports that Russian organizations were hacking in uh, to, to, to political parties in the sort uh, during 2016. And that same thing is still hey, going dude, on. Hey, dude, dude, you got to slow down and let us talk now and then. You just have to. Yeah, we, we want to have a conversation with you, Tom, Tony. This is excellent stuff, and it's about the fairest description of the meddling that I have heard, which we appreciate very much. We understand that they're targeting this time around specifically some conservative leaning folks who are pro-russian sanctions which is a bit of a different uh, twist yeah it's certainly the case that they're going after those organizations and there are uh, two in particular it's the hudson institute and the international republican institute that second group the iri has members of congress sitting on its board who have been critical of president trump as well uh, so the pages that had set up had masqueraded as those two think tanks which of course, led those organizations to express a bit of concern today. Well, you know, I think this is helpful, in the, and we've been taking this angle for the longest time because everything turns into just partisan screeching that the point of the last go-around was not to get Trump elected. I mean, that was part of it, but it was to sow the seeds of discontent and, and hatred and the rest of it and just mess with us and, and diminish confidence in our institutions. I, I almost feel like we need to have a Democrat get elected president with meddling before we can all just sit down and say, okay, <laughs> now it's even, and they do it all the time. What can we do to stop it? Yeah. Yeah. Are, are, have the Russians responded to the allegations at all? But yes, they have. They've said that it's not true. They they didn't uh, see the evidence that Microsoft put out. They they you know once again have taken issues with the conclusions drawn by uh, U.S. intelligence groups and by U.S. tech companies. But this is something that we've seen from Russian organizations and from the Russian government throughout this. Even when presented with lots of evidence that points out the way that they tried to interfere in the U.S. political process. Right, Tony Rom, uh, Wapo Tech reporter. Really good stuff, Tony. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Good to talk to you. Yeah, my point was just that I, it, it would seem like, based on our experience at our house, that the, the, the Russians are hacking, trying to hack into everything, everything we've got right, all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah. And is there anything we can do about that? Well, we are doing it, honestly. The, the fact that we know about this and are talking about it is evidence that we're doing something about it. But it's... Uh, are we bombarding other countries like that? I don't know. I certainly hope so. I hope so, too. Um. Because, you know, they, they're 
there are a number of different things they want to accomplish, including if you can harness thousands and thousands, millions and millions of computers and have malware on them so that they can do your bidding, their bidding, rather. I've got too many uh, pronouns in the sentence. If the Russians can harness millions of computers to do their bidding, there's all sorts of stuff they can accomplish with that. Like, uh, for instance, plan, uh, you know, spreading uh, other viruses around, um, you know, bringing down the Internet. Uh, and there's a document uh, putting putting fake messages and uh, fake emails into your computer from within. Uh, there's a documentary out right now about Stuxnet. I don't know how long yeah. it's been out. It's supposed to be really good. I want to watch that. But uh, I need to have my eye opened more to what could be done with the right viruses. Everything. Everything could be done. Well, no, seriously. Virtually everything. Anything a computer can do, bad guys can do it 